Good day and welcome to the Frontline Chatter Podcast. My name is Jorian Gibson with co-host Case Baggerman. How are you doing today, Case? I'm good, Jorian. I'm good. How about yourself, man? Doing well. Um, you know, this is, uh, we're actually in the same location, but not in the same room recording today. So <laughs> <laughs> just wrapped up a couple days of meetings and uh, getting ready to head home. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm I'm excited to go home, but I'm I'm really excited for uh, for um, the podcast that we have scheduled with our next guest. Do you want to introduce him, Jaren? Actually, so I don't butcher the name. How about you introduce him? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a that's a smart move, man. Um, so today uh, we have uh, a very uh, interesting guest. Um, I've met him met with him a couple of times. Um, Johan van Amersfoort. Uh, Johan, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, hi. So uh, my name is Johan. Um, I'm an UC architect working for ITQ Consultancy based in the Netherlands. I basically focus on everything that has to do with uh, end-use computing technologies and have a strong focus on uh, VMware technologies. So I'm um, a VMware certified design expert on desktop and mobility. And uh, yeah, I I basically uh, wrote the book quite recently. So let's go back about the, um, the VCBX stuff because uh, um, having that design mythology and, and being um, uh, VCBX on, on DTM is a very special achievement. But um, as far as I understood, you're uh, one of the, or the only one in the Netherlands or in Europe? Uh, yeah, well, there are a couple of guys of us in, in, in Europe, but I'm the only one in the uh, Benelux region. So, um, and that's... That's the sad thing, to be honest. Uh, there's just 16 of us globally. And um, yeah, we need to boost that number. Got it. Can you tell us about your, uh, your story there? How, how did you grow into, you know, uh, from, from where you started to where you are today? Like, tell us a bit about your background. Yeah, sure. So I, I've been working at a, um, um, a service provider in the healthcare um, uh, industry for I would say 12 years and uh, did a lot of field engineering uh, work and uh, later um, uh, I, I was the admin for a VMware platform based on uh, well the, the the obvious data center uh, technologies back then uh, but we did a lot of um, application delivery to our customers and everything was based on RDSH and uh, Zendap, uh, and Desktop. So I, I, you know, I did a lot of work in, in the EUC space um, before, and um, I would say that about four and a half, five years ago, it was basically time for um, for change, to be honest. And um, ITQ Consultancy, um, they, you know, they they have a focus on VMware. And I had a focus on both VMware as well as uh, EUC technologies. So, um, yeah, we, I, I basically found a match in them in terms of they wanted to focus on EUC more, uh, um, um, somewhat stronger. And um, I had that sim- similar focus as well. And, um, yeah, you know, ITQ is a, is, a, is a consultancy firm that only sells knowledge. And they're... Um, uh, their philosophy is that the, the most important asset of the company is their consultant and is the knowledge of that consultant. And they encourage all of the consultants to achieve whatever certification um, 
suits their needs. And um, in, in my case, that was, you know, that, that was a, kind of a dream of pursuing um, that VCDX certification. So it took me, I would say, over three years, starting with the base certification, uh, which is the VCP, so the VMware Certified Professional Certification, specifically on desktop and mobility. Um, did a lot of consultancy work uh, at customers, you know, packaging or um, uh, deploying Horizon, for instance. Uh, and um, along the way, I did some more uh, design work. So I was incorporated in, um, um, in, in projects in which I was partly responsible for designing a specific part of the infrastructure, let's say um, the application delivery part or the UEM part. And um, yeah, doing more of those projects kind of made me realize that I'm um, maybe less a great technician uh, and more like an, an architect. I really love, and like a lot to um, talk to customers and, and um, uh, design and deploy or mostly design um, they're, they're kind of the dream infrastructure. I know it, 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 it thrills me to, um, um, to basically put something on paper and at the end, um, have something deployed that completely suits their needs and have a happy end user, um, that was, wasn't, for instance, wasn't able to work in a uh, most efficient way and is able to do that right now. And um, I think that, 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 yeah, that drives my, uh, my day. And that, that, that made me realize that if there, uh, well, there was a certification for that, um, was the VMware uh, first, uh, the VCAP uh, certification on the design, um, um, uh, the design part of that. So the VMware certified advanced professional certification specifically for design and that, that, uh, teaches you the basic design skills. Uh, it's not a practical design, uh, a practical exam. It's it's a theoretical uh, uh, one. Um, and when I I I completed that, you know, you, you do um, um, you get some more design experience. And um, yeah, I think about two years ago, one and a half to two years ago, um, uh, I started the whole journey towards the VCDX. Uh, certification and and it it is truly a journey because um, you know you learn a lot you have to um, um, find information from scratch because there wasn't a lot of document uh, uh, documentation around the, the, the or the process and um, um, when I succeeded after one and a half years of uh, of working on a design sending it in, doing a lot of uh, mock defenses with, with current VCDXs and, and other guys from the community, and finally achieving that number. I was, the, I was just the 14th uh, globally to have, to have achieved that. And um, yeah, again, that number is, is far too little. So we need to do something about that. So, so speaking of uh, doing something about that and, and increasing that numbers, um, do you have any advice for those looking to go that path and, you know, some tips to get started on that path? Uh, yeah, definitely. So buy the book. The, I, um, one, one of the goals with the book I have is um, I, I've documented the complete um, process 
of, of becoming a VCDX. So, uh, you know, every bit of information that is required in a design um, in terms of the topics are covered in the book. Next to that, there is a, um, a blueprint, a design blueprint, like every VMware design, uh, VMware exam has a blueprint. Uh, the VCDX has a blueprint as well, and that contains every topic um, that, that needs to be included and in, 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 in what way. So, uh, for instance, if you have a design for a, um, a hospital, but the, it's, it's not multi-site, it doesn't really, um, well, a hospital is probably a bad example, but like, uh, take a, take a school, um, that has, uh, maybe a hundred PCs and, and you need to replace that with a VDI solution that doesn't contain a multi-site environment that doesn't contain a enterprise grade design, it's probably not a good design or a not a suitable design for the, the VCDX certification because they're expecting you to design something that's enterprise grade, uh, needs to comply to business requirements. Um, and um, uh, yeah, you know, the, it, it, the, the blueprint does explain what the, the, um, the minimal um, demands are for a um, design that you can submit. And the blueprint together with the book are, uh, I would say, a great bundle of documentation to help you through that whole process. So you uh, you mentioned you mentioned your book and and you know the VDI design guide. Um, I, I've read through it, you know, and I've gone back and and looked through areas of it as well. You know, it, it's a really comprehensive book here. Um, and you mentioned you know reading the book to help you with uh, the VCDX process. But uh, go ahead and tell us more about your book. Cool. Um, yeah, so after um, achieving the VCDX certification um, uh, two, two years ago, uh, the number of VCDXs did, didn't increase um, that much. So nowadays it's just 16 of us. And what I, what I did is that every bit of information that I gathered before for the book, um, oh, for the, sorry, for the, uh, the VCDX uh, design I did, um, I didn't really incorporate in the design, so there was a lot more documentation that I uh, that I either found or or written, uh, but was um, too much or it, it didn't um, um, you know it, it didn't help me in in the in the, the VCDX process in terms it it made it too um, uh, too comprehensive or too complex, and all all those pieces of information. I basically bundled together with um, some more industry standards that we see nowadays. So, you know, designing a VDI based on, on what we knew in, in 2014 um, looked completely different of what we know now, you know, in terms of the OS, uh, maybe Windows 7, maybe in terms of graphical acceleration that we, you know, we didn't really see in 2014 as a uh, uh, market standard. Uh, but stuff that that's still unclear at a lot of customers we see is you know a profile solution. We still have customers with roaming profiles or um, using SECM to deploy uh, applications to to full clones, and um, end users or or admins might not be that satisfied with with a solution like that. So, with all the experiences I gathered in in the in the last couple of years. I, you know, I basically got a different um, image of how 
a video sh should look like. And, and that's basically what I did. I described the, at first the process of um, gathering those requirements and, and um, identifying risks, um, you know, identifying constraints and um, convert them into something uh, that's suitable for a design. And I explained the whole, the, the whole design process. And um, after explaining that, I'm, you know, I'm going to talk about the standards, the 2018 standards we, we, we see in a design nowadays. And that's stuff like Windows 10, graphical acceleration, uh, NSX, um, a profile strategy, application delivery strategy, stuff like that. Stuff that makes a VDI in 2018 completely different of a VDI in 2014. Yeah, so um, you know, I've uh, like Jerrion, I've I've read the book, I've been back and forth, um, and I, I can reinstate whatever you were saying about um, the complexity and 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 all the the, the bits and pieces that actually um, are included um, uh, within a VDI environment or designing a VDI environment. Uh, that being said, you know, writing a book takes a lot of time and effort. Um, can you tell us about that process and? Uh, did you, I mean, you, you obviously had a very clear goal in, in what you wanted to succeed with, with that book. Did you, uh, do you have the feeling that, that this book is, is what you wanted to succeed or can we expect updates or what's, what's your next step with, uh, with, with that? Yeah. So that's, that's a great question. Um, you know, the first thing I wanted to achieve is to increase the number of VCDXs in, and let's say the last, uh, in the, in the next two years. And, um, I, I, didn't have any expectations of, of uh, uh, sales in, in terms of, you know, the number of books being sold. Uh, eventually, I thought, you know, if, if I could sell the book to maybe 50 persons, the book um, could, and, and the book could help them in achieving the certification and, and designing and building a better video, I, I would be happy. But um, the, the, the attention the book got and the um, from both you know from vendors from uh, the community from from uh, people I, I I didn't even know existed uh, was so bizarre that um, you know it, it it basically blew my mind and um, so yeah I didn't have any expectations in terms of sales and and, and it again it blew my mind if you look at what I'm um, what the next steps might be is that, um, like you, you know, like you saw, the book is it's not agnostic towards other vendors a lot. So um, I'm, I'm really explaining how a VMware sort of a VMware Horizon enterprise solution should look like uh, or could look like. Um, but I'm not, you know I'm not talking about other um, UEMs or or other HCIs or uh, other um, methodologies of, of uh, deploying applications. And I think that that might be a great next step to incorporate more uh, technologies that, that could uh, be combined into a great VDI. So that could be a first one. Uh, but, you know, again, uh, um, um, another, or again, no, another thing that is um, obviously a challenge is to keep a book like this up to date and um, uh, I've been working with the VMware team uh, prior to the to the release to um, to get the uh, well to get the content as as up to date as possible but 
um, technologies announced at VMworld in, in the US this year, I couldn't name them, um, well, because the, the book was released prior to, uh, to VMworld. So I did some, some kind of some um, uh, assumptions of, you know, um, think that, or if you imagine that um, vGPU um, vMotion would be available and uh, you you need to pick your hardware to be um, uh, to be able to uh, to use that technology. Um, I could highly um, uh, advise you to use uh, 10 GBE um, network interfaces. And um, uh, as you know, HA or or vSphere itself isn't really capable of um, looking at um, the the NVIDIA SMI. Uh, for um, availability of, uh, of of frame buffer on another host, uh, you probably need something like predictive DRS to use that. So I did all kinds of assumptions like that to um, to get the re well to to uh, let the reader kind of uh, already get familiar with technologies like that and uh, stuff like NSXT, which which is uh, emerging currently, is another example. So. I would probably say that in the next six months, uh, some updated content uh, would be available either through my blog or um, or an updated book, but or both even. Uh, but yeah, you can definitely expect some updated content. So, kind of uh, going into like the the book writing process and you know do, doing your research, um, you know, one thing I I did notice and you know share it out there as you posted these um you, you had the twitter handle vdi design guide um and you were posting the surveys um and, and gathering research information how helpful was was that handle uh in those surveys and writing the book yeah so great question it was extremely helpful so um a couple of things was you know at first my assumption was that since um I, I the, the only customers I um, have worked with so far are uh, truly enterprise grade customers in uh, let's say Europe and, and a little bit in the, in the Middle East, and most of those customers already had a automated process of updating and upgrading uh, base images and applications. Um, what I didn't know was that. Uh, so what basically what I did on the on the on the account was I posted the uh, the surveys every every now and then and, and one of the surveys was about uh, the update process of uh, of base images how automated is that and um, nearly seventy five percent answered that it was not updated or a little bit update uh, uh, automated um, and and that kind of um, changed the way. Um, I approached that specific section in the book. So uh, the book was, um, I, I got two contributors, Marco van Bachem, who's a VCDX on data center uh, fertilization and an NSX specialist, and Sean Massey, who you guys might know, um, who, you know, he's a VCDX on DTM as well. And he uh, did a lot of work on automating the base image process, uh, especially with Windows 10 now coming in. Um, and so we did a lot more work on that specific uh, section because um, I think managing automated, uh, automatically managing a base image and application updates is essential nowadays in, in uh, lowering your operational expenses and, and 
keeping the complexity uh, to uh, and, and the error um, level to uh, to a bare minimum. So that's a perfect a perfect example of, of how I use the uh, the VDI Design Guide account in the benefit of the book, and it kind of changed the uh, uh, the content. I think it's a very smart way to uh, to leverage uh, um, kind of a, a crowdsourcing knowledge base. Um, you know, reaching out to so much more people. So I, I think it's a very smart idea to do that. Um, yeah, there's, that there, there kind of was another uh, fun, well, I would say more fun example. Is that you know what would be the ideal way of of pronounce no of writing uh, data center. Mm -hmm. Dude, I have a clue. <laughs> you, you know you have. The, the British do something really funny with the word and, and, and uh, people from the US and from Europe do something different. And um, well, at VMware, they, they, they just write data center as a single word. So I just let the, um, the followers decide of uh, what, it, what the, uh, the, uh, uh, the actual word would be in the book. And uh, uh, they voted, I, I think, like 85% 80, to, to uh, use data center as a single word. <laughs> Oh, that that is a good funny a funny story. So that that being said, um, you know you're using the VDI Design Guide Twitter handle. Uh, you're using your own knowledge uh, based on on experience on on the VCDX track. Um, yeah, did you have any challenges or bumps um, in in that road to writing the book? Yeah, so you know it, it was the first book, and um, during the the writing process, you you come across challenges that you didn't know even exists, uh, existed. So uh, for instance, take a certain technology like Horizon. Um, a lot is documented, but a lot is not documented. Uh, um, so when kind of finding out stuff um, you didn't know worked like that or didn't know existed, it automatically opens up uh, new possibilities and um you know when in terms of the timeline if you if, if you look well purely at uh, the blast extreme section um there's a lot of technologies around blast extreme that aren't documented stuff like um uh, quantization uh, parameters or um how bennett works so blast extreme network intelligence and um uh, i did have to write about it because um, you know, people need to write, uh, need to read um, factual content and not something that I just tested out or made up or, or stuff like that. So I need to write something down that's, that's um, uh, a fact. And um, I think the, the research of, of technologies like that and seeing how stuff really works, um, well, that change, kind of changed the timeline. Uh, well, not kind of, it, it really changed the timeline. So at first I want to be uh, uh, finished at, let's say, um, uh, the end of May. Uh, but finally the, uh, the book was released on the 3rd of August. So yeah, that, that, that was quite a challenge. Also, um, it, you know, the community is great. People like yourselves are, are really helpful. We're really helpful in, in uh, doing reviews or, or, uh, spreading the word, you know, within the Twitter handle, stuff like that. And um, what I what I found out is that it's not really helpful to ask 
let's say 10 people to review the book, but don't um, ask them to review specific sections. So I got like, um, I would say eight to 10 reviews back of every section and um, combining that feedback into a single document that that's a big pain in the butt. So um, yeah, that was, that, that would be something I, I would completely do different um, um, the next time or in the next book even. So if there is um, one takeaway from the book, the readers should take away when they read this, um, what should that be? So if you are really thinking of using ro roaming profiles, um, close the book, slap yourself as hard with it as possible um, and lose the idea because roaming profiles suck. Um, I, I wrote that literally down in the book. That would be, uh, it, you know, it, it's, it's, it, it, it's, a, it's a joke, but again, um, I think the, the key takeaway would be to think, really think about um, your, um, your end users. Talk with your end users to see what they, um, they are expecting of the new solution. Doing, doing, doing uh, an assessment prior to the, um, uh, to the design phase is great, but an assessment will only tell you, uh, you know, factual data, stuff like uh, how many users do I have, what's the concurrency, uh, what's the profile loading time. Um, but an end user might experience something completely different than the, 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 the sheets, the data sets you, you get from an assessment solution. So, yeah, the one key takeaway would be talk to them and, and listen to them and, and see what they are really uh, uh, experiencing in their work day and how you can help them. Would you say that would be also be your, your favorite topic uh, in the book or would another topic uh, outside that takeaway uh, be? Oh, really no, my favorite topic is the graphical acceleration part. Um, since early this year, I'm uh, or beginning of this year, beginning 2018, I'm part of the NVIDIA uh, vGPU uh, community advisors program like like cases and um, I really enjoyed writing that section because it was it wasn't that new for me but um, um, you know really knowing how how uh, for instance the um, the GPU scheduler work is uh, is something I found out in the process and um, I think the the, the, the drawings I, uh, I created uh, are, are the nicest for for that specific section. Um, and I, I, I do think that uh, um, graphical acceleration in general is one of my favorite topics in a VDI. And I, I can reinstate his uh, enthusiasm on, uh, on the graphical bits. I've been um, um, to NVIDIA headquarters with Johan together. Um, he is very uh, enthusiastic about uh, the graphical um, um, additional benefits that NVIDIA can deliver. So, um, you know, I've, I've seen him talk about it and he's very passionate about that. Um, again, you know, just to switch topics a, a little bit, um, looking at the book, uh, Sean Baz did the foreword. Uh, Sean is um, um, uh, CTO for VMware EUC. Um, and you had some others in the community like, like Sean, like Marco, like Ruben, Ruben Sprout, uh, to contribute to the book. How easy was it for you to approach them? And, and, you know, you already talked about getting the reviews, but how easy for you was it to uh, have them contribute to the, to the book itself? 
Well, they, at, you know, at first they all were really, really enthusiastic. And um, um, it's, it's sometimes it's a little bit different because a little bit challenging because everyone has a different timeline. And especially, you know, there are a couple of guys in the book, uh, like Sean, like uh, Brian Gamage, like uh, Ruben, who are, you know, they're, they're executives within the company. Their agenda is completely filled. And um, for them making time uh, to write a, uh, you know, either a foreword or, or um, uh, an interview, something like that is, it's, it's really awesome um, that, you know, they took the time. And I think it has a big benefit in the book. But like you mentioned, it, you know, it's, it, it sometimes it, it was a challenge to, um, to, to um, uh, having them um, keep the, the, the timelines I, I, uh, I proposed. And um, they, they didn't really um, cause any, any delay or something like that. So they, you know, the, the, it, it's, again, it's, it's part of the planning process. You know, start that planning early, very, very early, because um, if, if at the end, everyone uh, that contributed to the book um, send in their their uh, contributions and uh, you have to uh, uh, work in in editing and um uh you know the grammar and stuff like that at the end it, it'll probably become one big shitstorm um uh, no but they they um in, in this case it worked really uh it worked out really well and um, i'm i'm really proud of of people being um basically stars rock stars in in in, in the community um, um, contributed to this project. That's, that makes me proud. Like, uh, yeah, like Element. It's awesome. Yeah, that, that, that's great. And uh, you know, having you know those guys in the community be able to contribute and you know review and give feedback and even be part of the book is it, great to hear. And it's always good to hear community stories about you know everyone helping each other um, in in this community. Um, and, and kind of speaking of community, so so VMworld was kind of your your large party for the for the book, I, I, I would I would say. Um, yeah. And I, I saw a lot of the tweets, and I, I saw your blog post and that kind of stuff. And it seems like you were very active uh, at VMworld. So how was your, you know tell us about your experience at VMworld? You know, launching the book, you know, having it sold at VMworld, meeting people, signing autographs. Kind of tell us about that experience. Yeah, so it was uh, mind-blowingly awesome. If it, I I. I never expected uh, VMworld like this to happen. So uh, a couple of friends of mine, um, uh, Niels Hagort and, and uh, Frank Denemann, who released their book, uh, their previous book last year, VMworld, I kind of saw what, what kind of attention they got from it and um, how, how awesome VMworld became for them. And that was, from the start, that was one of the goals, to, to uh, release the book prior to VMworld, to have the party, Kind of a release party there, and um, at first, well, it, it completely worked out, so that's awesome. Um, I got some support from a couple of vendors, so Nvidia um, uh, did a book signing at their uh, at their booth. Uh, Liquidware did as what did as well, and um, as they are both uh, part of the Inside Track community program, um, they also organized a party on the Sunday. Uh, uh, the first Sunday before VMworld uh, where they gave the book away to everyone that was part of, of that program, including EUC champions, 
Um, yeah, and, and, and I think there were a couple of uh, CTPs there as well. And so the whole the whole new world started out there with with an awesome community, people getting the book, being really uh, you know did the first signings over there already. So that, that was cool. Um, and and along the week, um, you know, I, I presented a lot of uh, a lot of uh, sessions uh, in the FMTN community stage um, with Brian Madden who uh, organized a um, bear uh, junk food and geeky VDI stuff session, um, which was insanely awesome, um, and which he's going to do in Barcelona as well, by the way. So anyone who's going to Barcelona, be sure to, uh, uh, to follow Brian Madden on, on Twitter to, uh, to get updates on that specific topic. Uh, but the whole... Um, experience of releasing a book and and kind of being sort of in the center of, of attention that's something I'm not used to and um, that that was that was an experience that I probably won't ever experience uh, uh, ever again that was that was something different it's, it's hard to explain but you know I, I talked to um, some podcast colleagues of yours uh, so the virtually speaking podcast, um, I did an interview there as well, and um, uh, like like your podcast, I, I I listen to them a lot of uh, you know every episode and um, yeah, be, being part of a show like that as well, that's something I uh, I kind of never dreamt of. So um, yeah, it's it's still something I'm uh, trying to uh, give a uh, give a place. Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not really sure how to do that, to be honest. Just, well, it's, just it's, oh, go ahead, Jurian. Well, I was saying, well, it, it's well deserved attention. You know, it, it, the book is, is a really great guide, and you know, just watching the process and then interacting with you via different mediums as well. Um, but uh, are you going to be in Barcelona also for VMworld? Yeah, definitely, most definitely. So uh, we're probably going to do some book promotions there as well, um, and that, yeah, I would say within. Four weeks. Uh, some more information will be uh, will be available around that topic. Uh, I, will I will be presenting uh, in both the VMTN stage, uh, specifically also on VDI design. So I'm going to present about uh, the different steps in the VCDX certification uh, or or design methodology, and uh, some I will highlight some topics uh, from the book. And I'm definitely going to present um, at the uh, the Brian Madden uh, junk food stuff. Um, and specifically on the topic about how to build a uh, Formula One race car simulator on Horizon. That sounds really, really interesting. I, I definitely attend a meeting or a session like that because that's, uh, you know, it's a very, um, uh, most techies really like that subject and it covers a lot of ground in terms of technology. So that's, uh, uh, that's a very interesting uh, topic. I, I definitely um, attend that. Um, yeah, I'm actually going to present that specific session on, on a couple of uh, other events. Mm. Uh, there's, there's a transform event uh, in the Netherlands in, 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 in two weeks. Uh, there will be a fee mug in, in Prague in a couple of weeks. And, uh, I'll use that specific topic again to, to present about it. And we might, even have a, uh, a big surprise in, in Barcelona. So uh, 
keep keep track of my uh, my um, uh, social media accounts, and uh, we might have a surprise in in terms of that session. Oh, that sounds that sounds promising, man. That sounds promising. So you know, um, moving along, um, for those who uh, who are looking to write their first book or, or guide, do you have? Um, I mean, your experience now, um, and and experience is all, only um, achieved by by uh, you know success, but also by, by failure. What would be the like the the main tip you would have for people looking to write their own book or starting into this journey? Yeah, so that's a great question, um, and 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 something I have thought about in the past year a couple of times. And I, I think the main thing is, is discipline. So writing a book is not something you should take lightly. If, if you really would like to write something, um, plan ahead and make sure that you, you and, and both yourself and your family uh, or friends are okay with you missing out on stuff. Because in the past year, you know, the, the summer in the Netherlands was probably uh, one of the best we had in, in, in many years. Uh, but as We actually had a summer. Yeah, we had, we had an awesome summer with, with tropical temperatures and stuff like that. And while most of my friends are, you know, were at the beach or um, drinking beer in, 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 in bars and stuff like that, I was at home writing the book, which... You know, I, I found was it was okay. I, I had a goal and I wanted to achieve the goal. Uh, and so I, I accepted for me missing out in, in, in stuff like that. And also like birthdays of, of, uh, of friends or family. And um, at the end, it was all worth it. But you need to, you know, you need to make some sacrifices uh, in order to, uh, to achieve something like that. And it, I think, you know, if, if you plan ahead, but uh, plan like in, in, in multiple years, the, the danger exists that stuff you are writing about right now uh, may be outdated in, in, in a year or, or, or one and a half years. And that's, that's one of the things that I experienced. Um, you know, I wrote, I wrote about instant clones and uh, the technology about half a year ago was completely different from, from what it is, uh, what it was during the release of Horizon 75. And um, um, so that's, that's kind of the danger if, if you, um, take too much time um, in order for the book to be finished. So kind of knowing that, that discipline and, and the time it takes and, and that kind of stuff, and you mentioned earlier about, uh, you know, doing updates, whether it, it's uh, an, another book or a, um, through your blog, um, are you looking forward to, to doing another book or, you know, at, adding more books as things evolve? Kind of tell us what you're thinking around that. Yeah, definitely. So I, I kind of I got the writer's fire, as 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 many call it, and um, um, you know, definitely expect something in, in in the next year. But there might be a challenge as um, our little baby girl uh, is expected in, uh, in in the end of February. So um, we'll we'll see what happens there. But yeah, I'm definitely you know I'm already talking to guys from the community um, to see what what will be. Um, uh, either a successor or uh, an addition to to a design guide. You know, it could either be an operations guide or it could be um, uh, um, a, a digital workspace design guide, which is an idea as well. Or you know, maybe even um, uh, from the from a Citrix angle, because um, for me it all started with Citrix. Um, uh, 
Um, I, I do believe that. Hey, Johan, I'm, I'm yeah. just going to stop you right there. Uh, I just want to say congratulations on, uh, on the baby because you're, you just mentioned it briefly. Um, and we got the scoop on this podcast, I guess. So, uh, congratulations on, on, um, becoming a daddy. Uh, it's yeah. going to be a life changing experience. You think that writing a book is hard? Try raising kids, man. <laughs> yeah well I'll, i'll i'll definitely share my experiences uh in in in, in half a year with you <laughs> so you, no. you were saying you were saying uh well going back to citrix might be a good angle for for a new book yeah because i, I do think that uh you know citrix uh still has a great platform and uh but to be honest i do believe that the best way to deploy citrix is on a uh, VMware hypervisor and the, the two combined give a, give a really good platform um, that, that uh, you know, is able to handle most of the use cases. So I do believe that a book like that could be in um, uh, a possibility as well. Well, nice. Um, you know, well, whatever topic you, you pick, you know, whether it's Citrix or operations guide or, Uh, a workspace guide. Um, we look forward to it um, and be happy to have you on again and, and discuss that. Um, and also again, you know, congratulations uh, again for me as well. Cool. Thanks guys. I really, really appreciate it. So, you know, outside, outside of your current work with, uh, with it, and obviously this, uh, this is going to be a, a, a major, major impact on, on your life. Um, is there anything else you, you get excited about? I mean, we know that you're big on barbecue and cooking. Um, what else would be, you know, your, uh, your priority right now in terms of spending time or maybe as a general holistic view on, uh, on our world, uh, as, as being in, in our IT community? Yeah. So I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, um, I'm a passionate diver and I, I especially enjoy it. Uh, well, everything that has to do with sharks and, um, um, I'm a strong protector of, of, of our oceans. And that's definitely something I, um, I, I, you know, I, I do in a day to day basis, not every time from, from a, uh, beautiful location that has uh, beautiful waters and sharks swimming in, in, in them. But, um, also, also, you know, from social media, stuff like that, I, I support uh, a couple of, uh, uh, charities, um, that, that protect the oceans. And that's, that's something I, something I'm really passionate about. And, you know, why a shark? I think a shark is a perfectly example of a species that has evolved uh, for so many years and survived, adapted to situations um, to, in, in order, you know, after like a hundred mil, hundreds of millions of years to still exist. And I do think that reflects something uh, towards my own career because I do believe that change is the only way um, to evolve in your, uh, in your, in your own career and change is the only constant. That's, that's something we know. Um, so in order to, you know, accept that change, I, I kind of, um, you know, I, 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 I turn it around in my benefit and, and, um, try to, um, to work with that change at customers. And I, I, yeah, I think that's, that's still something that, that, um, um, you know, keeps me passionate about my work, but also about my, uh, my, my private life. Um, yeah, like you mentioned, you no know, barbecuing is something I really enjoy. Um, my barbecue is probably, you know, it's, it's, it's turned on, um, 
um, once or twice a week and uh, I'm starting to enjoy somewhat more um, uh, you know the, 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 the more like tiny things the tender things that um, uh, that can be roasted on the barbecue stuff like clams and and, and uh, tiny uh, shellfish and stuff like that and yeah, kind of really enjoy it. And the, the summer in the Netherlands is still isn't really over. Today it's it's fairly uh, blue skies, and I think it's uh, it's about twenty degrees uh, in Celsius. So I think that's like eighty degrees Fahrenheit. And uh, it's it's the end of September, so you don't hear me complain. Well, very nice. Well, hopefully you can uh, get some some barbecue in this week. Uh, uh, it does sound good. Um, if you're ever in my neck of the woods and came to the city area, I'd be happy to take you out for some barbecue here as well and, and, and do some barbecue at my place also. Um, but, uh, you know, our you should take him up on that offer. He, uh, he has, <laughs> he has a mean barbecue skill, man. Oh, I'll, I'll definitely do that. And it, it, again, if you guys, well, for, for a case, that's quite, quite, uh, easy, but, uh, Darren, if, if you ever uh, tend to visit the Netherlands, please come by because, uh, Again, the barbecue is, uh, is, is uh, well, it's, it's mostly on. I'll, I'll definitely take you up on that. I appreciate that uh, next time I, I come over. So, um, but uh, for our listeners out there, you know, make sure you go get a copy of the, the VDI design guide. Um, uh, we'll have some links out there to where you can go purchase it at. Um, we'll also have links to both of the Twitter handles for Johan, the, the, VDI design, the VDI design guide one, and also his as well, and a link to his blog. Um, Thank you so much, Johan, for, for coming on and uh, spending the time with us today. Yeah, thank you, guys. I really, really enjoyed it. And, um, well, uh, y- you guys are in, in uh, uh, Ignite, right, right now? No. Um, so we're actually – we had CTP meetings this week, so we were down oh, at the, uh, the HQ for Citrix. But Ignite, for up the road, some of the CTPs, like, left yesterday to go there, and then some were there for the whole time as well. But, yeah, we're just down the road from it. Cool. Well, enjoy it. All right. Well, thank you. Um, you know, Case, you know, thank you. Uh, thank you to our, our listeners of, of the Frontline Cheddar podcast, and we'll talk to you next time.